Good morning. It's a, it's Tuesday, the twenty eighth of uh, excuse me, twenty sixth of July, and we're looking at the Gospel of Luke, the twelfth chapter, uh, verses thirteen to twenty one, which just happens to be the Gospel reading for this coming week, uh, for Sunday. And it's the section of God's Word that the, the background and the context of these verses are essential for properly understanding them. The, the, the first uh, two verses, uh, verses 12 and 13, kind of set um, the, the ground. They speak about greed. It's a big warning about greed. Let me read it to you. So Jesus says, someone in the crowd said to him, teacher, teacher, tell my brother to, to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replies in verse 13 and 14, Jesus says, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbitrator between you? What Jesus is, is doing is setting the man straight on his request. It, it was a request of greed that prompted him to ask um, our Lord, our Savior, um, to, to make things right for him, for him. And after making it clear to this man that, that despite or, or that dispute over the money, an inheritance, if you will, was was not any of Jesus's um, business. And uh, Jesus says to everyone, "Which, which, watch out!" He says, "Be on your guard against all kinds of greed." Now, just before Jesus. Um, Told a parable of the rich man, um, of the rich fool, as, he, as we come to know him as, um, he stated one of the um, fundamentals misconceptions that can cause a person to become greedy. Um, Jesus said these words. He said, "A man, man's life, does not consist in the abundance." Of his possessions, and the point that Jesus um, started to make with with that statement is that greed leads to a false view of life. Uh, the, the people in the crowd that day um, were part of a society that measured a person by what he owned, and in the, in the parable that Jesus was about to, to tell. He would bring home the truth that a correct view of life has little to do with money. So, so keeping up, if you will, with, with the neighbors, uh, having the latest um, oh, one of these or one of those and measuring uh, a person and uh, by what he has or she wears or drives or owns is is this common practice in our society. I mean, you answer this question. Why do the, what are the top actresses of the day and actors of the day, you know, Tom Cruise, uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, why, why do they demand 15, 20, 30, 40 million dollars for their part of a movie? You see, money is how they keep score of who is the best. 
Does a basketball player need $87 million or a football player or a baseball player? No. Once again, money is just a means of keeping score or determining who is the best. It is considered the measure of success. How many employees will leave a job that they love to go to a job that they hate because it pays more? In the minds of many, your salary is a reflection of how important and how successful you are. To this way of thinking, Jesus says these words. He says, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A theme for you last yesterday, right? He says, a man's life does not consist of the abundance of his possessions. And he says, greed leads to a false view of life. So have we, have we, um, are you been influenced by this kind of thinking? Has the love of money that, that surrounds um, us corrupt our hearts? You don't have to be a movie star or a professional athlete to begin thinking that life is measured by money. Suddenly Satan sifts us through the, the culture in which we live, filling our hearts with greed. But to set our thinking straight, we need to hear reminders like this one that John writes in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 16. Let me read those verses to you. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the cravings of a sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the Father, but from the world. And then a psalmist offers up this prayer in Psalm 119, verse 37. And he says, Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. And then we have this warning. Warnings from the writer of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 5, verse 10. He writes, Whoever loves money never has money enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. To counter the culture of greed in which you and I live, we need to regularly hear God's law that, that, that condemns coveting as sin. We need to hear warnings from God and his word to be on our guard against greed because greed leads to false views of life. And to illustrate how greed leads to false views of life. Jesus told the parable of the rich fool. He says these words, the ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. And he thought to himself, hmm, what shall I do? I have no place to store uh, my, my crops. And then he said, I will, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. Do you understand the point Jesus made with the parable? Greed leads a person to have a warped view of himself. It leads to sinful self-centeredness, 
sinful self-reliance and a life directed toward pleasure instead of service. Pray with me, would you? Lord, keep me. Lord, help me. Help us from falling into self-centeredness, self-reliance, and looking for all the pleasure in life rather than service. Amen. You and I are called to a life of service. Let's go do it. I don't know that thought. We'll look at y'all. See y'all tomorrow. God bless.